0: Hello, hello, wonderful people. My name is Savannah Grace, and I am just super, super, super stoked that you have decided to click on this, whether that is um, podca- through podcast platform or through YouTube. However it is, I am so excited that you get to click on this. So I just want to say welcome to the True Talk podcast. So this podcast is just simply a place where I want to have honest conversations with people and just have true talk. There is so much false talk going around in this world, and you know whether it be through news platforms, whether it be through even social media. There is just so much fake talk that is going around, and um, you know being the or starting up Truly You, where I just encourage people to be truly who God created them to be, I thought, hmm, how good would it be just to have true talk with people, just where we talk about truth, talk about, you know, truth of God's word, and just, um, I mean, everything in general, and it's just true conversations. And so, I really hope you enjoy this, and let's get to today's message. Okay, wonderful people, so today... I just want to talk to you about identity. So that is um, one of the whole, like, foundational things um, that, you know, my ministry slash whatever you want to call it, platform, anything that I want to get this message out to the world is to understand the importance of our identity in Christ. And, you know, that is the heart behind Truly You, um, which is, you know, the... Brand where you can buy cute clothes, shameless plug, you can buy some cute clothes and um, you can go on Instagram. We post super encouraging stuff on there. And but that's really the whole heart of truly you is to understand your identity because, like I said, I really think it is one of the foundational things in life that we need to have and we need to hold on to. It's not just something you learn and then it's like, okay, that's another, you know, loop added to my belt. It's, it's not one of those things, but it's one of those things that you carry close to you. And so, as I was praying about this, and I was just kind of, you know, thinking about what to talk about, and just kind of all this stuff, you know, I was thinking about identity, which just the simple definition of identity is the thing that defines you. It is who a person is, it's what defines a person, that's what identity is, and that's not even like a spiritual thing. That is just like in life. That is, you know, my identity is Savannah Grace Sticky. That is if I go places, that's what I tell them. That's who I am. And so I got to thinking about that. And I get to thinking about an ID card, which is, you know, you get one when you turn 18 or uh, 15. I don't know if they consider a permit, but it's, you know, one of those little things. And it just proves that you are who you say you are. And so I was thinking about a couple years ago, I went to Guatemala, and I remember for my passport, because I had never been out of the country before, and so for my passport, you know that was, you know, like a really big deal, it showed I am who I said I am, and if I wouldn't have had that, I wouldn't have been able to get into Guatemala, there's just a lot of stuff, and I mean, I was only 16, or 8, 7, yeah, 16 or 17, so I don't remember too much, because my mom, thankfully, you know, love her, she did a lot of work for that, and um, so, I just remember, though, being at the airport, and I had to show them my form of identification, and I just remember like how important that was. They are like, you can forget your luggage, you can forget your toothbrush, you can forget everything, but if you forget your ID card, you're not going to be able to go where you need to go. And I get to thinking about that and how it's so. it is so important that not only are we able to say that we know who we are, but we're able to have proof for it. And you're probably wondering where this is going. And I'm going to go to the story in Luke 4, which is kind of probably not the scripture that you would think of whenever you're thinking of identity. But I just, you know, I was reading it and it stuck out to me of something that is super like important about this. So I'm going to read it really quickly. It's just um, verse 1 to verse 13. So it's just a couple, you know, not many verses. But it is the moment whenever Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to go and fast and pray. And um, just, I mean, just to be totally honest, deal with the temptations and just surrender it all to God. And so Jesus is in the wilderness and he is hungry. And y'all know how it gets when you're hungry. You can get like hangry. <laughs> it can happen. And, um, it says, but Jesus, or the devil comes to him and says, if you're the son of God, tell the stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said, I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them. The devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. That's not a lie, but <laughs> anyway, just kidding. Um and he says I will give it all to you if you will worship me. Jesus replied the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you're the son of God jump off for the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and guard you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scriptures also say, you must not test the Lord your God. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. And as I was reading this, I thought about, man, like, I know it's Jesus. And like, (laughs) Jesus is the son of God and like, is God. And so it's like, you know, obviously, like, I feel like, it's one of those things that you think about, like, did Jesus just born, like, knowing the scriptures, or did he study them growing up? And, like, I would say, like, it was, like, I don't know, because he was God, but you know, all this stuff, but I got to thinking about this, and how I think this is a perfect example, and that's why I think, you know, God put it in the Bible for us to, to know, because the enemy is going to come and try to attack us, to let us not know who we are in God, try to attack us, because if he can attack, I mean, just like he did with Moses, he thought, oh, if I can attack them when they're a baby, like, It takes out every other fear and worry of the future. So he's like, I think with our identity, it's the same way. He's like, if I can attack it when it's, you know, kind of a foundational thing or it's a small thing that seems small in the moment, but don't realize how much impact it's going to have over your life, he thinks if he can kill it, then it saves him so much work later on down the road. Because if he can stop you, then he don't have to do anything later on. And so I think about this and I think about, you know, if the enemy would, if Jesus would not have known the word of God and known what God's word said, then the enemy, imagine like how much harder it would have been to fight that battle with the enemy. And the same way goes in our lives. If we don't know who we are in Christ, if we don't know who we are in God, and we don't know what this word, not only what he, you know, says and speaks to us, but also what just the physical word of God says about us, then it makes it so much harder for us to fight our battles. Because then we're fighting our battles in our own strength, and we're not allowing God to fight it for us. You see, Jesus didn't have to fight this battle himself. All he had to do was say God's word and say what God said. And it was like, bam, the enemy was already defeated. Like, think about that. Like, the devil literally thought he could tempt. First off, he thought he could get Jesus, which is the son of God. (laughs) He thought that he could get Jesus. But he tried to tempt Jesus and he tried to say these things. And all Jesus had to say was, this is what God said, so... I'm sorry, (laughs) you have no more authority, you have no more right, because this is what the word of God says, and I will always stand on the word of God, and um, so I think about this in our own lives, and I go back to the identification card, and I want to talk about, or not talk about what we're already talking about, but talk about the ID card in the spirit, and guys, I'll go ahead and give it to you, if you got one of these in your house, then bam, you already have one. This right here is your ID card in the Spirit. Knowing who you are in Christ is your ID card in the Spirit. Because like my mom always told me, and like you hear probably tons of pastors and people preach and say, new levels, new devils. And so when you are trying to go to a place that God has called you to go, the enemy is going to fight you and he's going to attack you in every way, shape, form he can. So if you have dealt with insecurities your whole life, and you're going on an assignment, and you're going somewhere, say, to go preach, or you're going somewhere to go do something for God, the enemy is going to attack that point, and he's going to attack your insecurities, he's going to make you question everything about God, he's going to make you, he's going to attack you in every which way that you can, and in those moments, sometimes we may have the words to say to where we know, you know, we rebuke you, Satan, we may have those things to say, but... I will tell you, it is so, it is the best thing for whenever you don't have anything to say to open this and say, okay, Satan, this is what you're trying to get me to believe. But I'm going to stand here and I'm going to say, I believe what the word of God says. This is my sword. I cut you down. I cut your words down. And I build up a house that is built on the holy word of God. I build up this thing and this is my foundation. So no matter how hard you try to sit here and cut it down, no matter what you try to do, you're not going to stop me from going where God has called me to go. And so the same way with me, I couldn't get into Guatemala or out of Guatemala without my passport. You can't go to where you're not, where you're called to go if you don't know who you are and you don't know whose you are and you don't know, you don't, you know, you're not able to fight this battle. And so, like I said, we have to know who we are in Christ in order to know where, in order to go where we're called to go. And I also want to talk about, you know, I think it's so interesting here as I was reading this story. You know, we hear about it in church and stuff and we hear the story and all these different things, but I thought it was super interesting how Satan even tried to use the word of God to confuse Jesus. He said, you know, for the scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect you and guard you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And Jesus responded with scripture. And so often I think the enemy is so terrified of us and so worried that one, if we know who we are, he knows that we're gonna be able to tear his kingdom down. But two, I think it's important to also know his tactics and know that he is the author of confusion. So if you're in a place and you have choices before you or he's tempting you with something, sorry, if you hear something, that's my dog. He is um, sitting in here playing with his toys. But, um, it, what's it? Anyways, though. And so, um, The enemy will try so hard to tempt you and confuse you. He is the author of confusion, and God is not. He is the father of lies, and God is not. God is truth. God is the author of truth, the founder. He is truth. And so, I think it's so interesting here how the enemy is trying to twist it and twist scripture, and again, that is why it is so important to hide the word of God in your heart and know that yes, there are certain scriptures. That's why it's also super important, I think, and super cool how, you know, God is such a relational God, and how a scripture to you in one season can mean one thing, and a scripture to you in another season can mean something completely different. It doesn't, it doesn't change up the meaning of those scriptures. It doesn't make the meaning of it, you know, less in one season and more in another, but it's just that it speaks to you in different seasons, and I think it's kind of like this too. You know, this scripture, he will order his angels to protect you and guard you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. That is a great scripture. That is an amazing scripture when you are going through a time of trial and testing and you are just dealing with fear or whatever. That is a great scripture. But if you're in a place where, you know, It says not to test the Lord, just like Jesus said here, you must not test the Lord. The enemy will take the word of God and try to twist it out of context, and he will try to make you so confused and so just, you know, almost get you to not believe in the word of God. That's what he's trying to do right here, is he is trying to get Jesus to not believe what God says. And Jesus is like, sorry, I know what God says, and I stand on that. That is my firm foundation. And so guys, I just want to encourage you today, just one, and let me tell you, let me just say this too, I am on this journey as well, like it is not just like an overnight journey, like I said, it's not just something you take, you put it on your belt loop, it's a word you won, and you're good. It is something that you learn, I think, and you hold on to until the day that you die, it is something that you hold on to until you go into glory because, you know, the enemy is going to try to test us as much as he can. He's going to try to push us as much as he can. And, you know, like I said, we don't fight this battle on our own flesh and our own strength, but we fight it using the word of God. And so when I say I'm on this journey, I'm on this journey of hiding his word in my heart, you know, and, you know, writing it on the tablet of my heart. And I think it's so important for you to do that, too is to just, you know, read this, read this word, just read it. It's an amazing, it's got amazing stories in here that we hear it in church. We hear it all the time, but I'm telling you, when you just sit and read it and you invite God in, something just happens that it's just like, I never thought about it from that perspective before. And, um, so like I said, the enemy is going to try to test us, going to try to push us to the end. And we have to stand firm on this word. We have to know who we are in Christ so that when he tries to come and he tries to push us, we're able to say, no, I know you, I know your tactics, I know your ways, and I stand firm on the word of God. This is what God's word says about me. So I'm going to cancel out this lie, I'm going to cut off the head of this giant, because you know, this is what God has promised, this is what God has said, and it doesn't align up with your words, enemy, and your words hold no power to the word of God. His words hold no power to the word of Christ. And the word of God is alive and it is active. And the enemy is active, but God is even stronger. God is even more more active. <laughs> God is just He's God and He has already defeated the enemy. And often we need to remind the devil of that. We need to remind the devil, hey, You have been defeated. This is what the Word of God says. You have been defeated. And so I hope that this message has encouraged you all today. Um, You know, it is just something that, like I said, it seems super simple. And it seems like it is just something that is, you know, kind of like maybe a small thing. But I really think it's something that we need. Because I think if you understand who you are in Christ... It there is, There's so much to it. There's such a wide scale of, you know, features and all these different things to it, which sounds weird to say, but it's like, you know, the best way I can describe it is it's like there's the word identity and then there's like the bracket with like 15 million different things it goes off into And that's just the way that I see it in my head, and that's how it is, is that it starts with knowing who we are, and when we know who we are, we can set roots within our, you know, a a root system in God. sounds weird to say, but a root system in God of saying, you know, when the enemy tries to attack us in this area of life, oh no, I know my identity, so therefore it relates to this, 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 and this, and I can say, no enemy, you're lying in this area, or you know whatever it is and we are stronger in Christ and stronger in God because of it and so I encourage you today if you feel like you are struggling with fears or you feel like you're struggling with anxiety or you feel like you are struggling with just insecurities and self-doubt let me just go ahead and just take this pressure off of you it is not in your own works that it is ever going to work it is only in the strength and the hand of God that it is ever going to work If you try to do it yourself, you're going to get yourself tired. You're going to be striving. You're going to be forcing yourself. And you have to just fully rely and trust in God, which is sometimes so hard. But I'm telling you, He is a trustworthy God. He is a trustworthy Father. And He's never going to leave us or abandon us. And so wherever you're at, you know, dive into the Word of God. Sometimes, you know, it's a psalm type of day where you just need to go... And, you know, you just need to read the book of Psalms and just be refreshed or read the book of Proverbs and be refreshed of, you know, what he says about you and his love for you. And be refreshed that you aren't the only one going through these things. Sometimes the enemy wants to make us feel singled out and make us feel like we are the only one dealing with these issues, the only one, and we are alone with it. But let me tell you, go and read this book and you will see you're not the only one who dealt with fears and anxiety. You're not the only one. Moses, I mean, man, I'm in that I'm in the book of Exodus right now. And you see Moses, and we talk about these great and mighty things that he did and all this stuff and how he saved the Israelites and God used him. But he had so much fear and anxiety every single time, and even after God delivered them. Even after God did all that stuff, when God would give him a command, Moses would be like, "Well, what about this, God? What about this? What about this? What about this?" And God was like, God was always so gracious and faithful to answer when God really didn't have to. All he had to do was say, "Just go follow my command. I told you." But He was so gracious to answer Moses, and to to answer, so He didn't have to deal with that anxiety. He didn't have to deal with that fear, and it was given to God, and He had full trust in God. And the same thing can happen in your life. Tell God your fears and your worries. Get close with him and tell him, hey, God, I'm really struggling and I'm really dealing with, you know, a fear of, you know, fear of my future. Or I'm really dealing with just fear of trust with people or whatever it is that you could be dealing with. Whatever anxieties it is that you could be dealing with. Whatever it is, no matter how small it may seem or no matter how big it is just go and talk to him about it because I'm telling you, he has a solution for you. He has an answer for you. He has his grace ready to just wrap you up in his love. And so I encourage you today, go to God. I say that and like, I feel like a lot of my things, but it's because it's the only real answer and solution I feel like I have is whenever I don't know, go to God, go to him for just everything. And so, Like I said, I hope this message has encouraged you. I hope you feel encouraged just to draw closer in your relationship with God, to draw closer and deepen yourself in your relationship with God because ultimately, at the end of the day, nothing else matters except for our relationship with Him and what we are doing that He has called us to do in Him. And so, I love you all. I hope you all know how just wonderful and special you are Um, and just, you know, just how awesome you are and you have a purpose in life you have you have you are wanted in life you are loved so so much and if nobody else tells you that let it come from the mouth you know let it come from my mouth i love you so much and if you don't believe me then go and read this word because this will tell you how much you are loved and this will tell you how much you are cared for and how much you are wanted And you have a purpose on your life. So I love you so much. And as I say in every single video, there's no better person to be than the person God created you to be. So go out. Be that person. Because the world needs it. Jesus wants you. And I love you. Jesus loves you even more. And so I love you guys so much. And I hope that you all have a blessed and wonderful day. Bye, guys. Hello wonderful friends, did you guys enjoy this message? I hope that it somehow spoke to your heart, that it somehow resonated with you, with your spirit, and that God somehow encouraged you with it and through it some way, shape, form, or fashion. And if you want to have more daily encouragement, you can go to my Instagram. It is sadgracedickey. Or you can also go to our other Instagram, which is truly official. And you can go there and we post tons of content almost every day, if not multiple times a day. Tons of fun, encouraging content just reminding you of how loved you are, how special you are, and how much you are wanted and the purpose of God on your life is great and just marvelous. And so, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It is under the name Savannah Grace. So, go and like and subscribe to the channel. And I hope that you all have an amazing and wonderful day. I love you all, wonderful, special people. And I will talk to you all later. Bye, guys.